Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderbilt. Thanks so much for joining me on this Friday, end of another work week. Our chapter day journey is in Mark chapter 15, and it was the first part of verse 15 that resonated with me this morning. It says, wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. Today's podcast is entitled, Success. Last night, Wendy and I enjoyed a lovely date at a hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurant that's become a favorite haunt of ours here at the lake. During our dinner conversation, Wendy referenced a couple of conversations we've had with people recently in which my blog posts and podcasts were referenced. And in each case, I received kind words of gratitude. Wendy asked me if I was encouraged by this, and I was, of course. It's always heartening to know that Some seed that I've scattered sprouted something worthwhile in another person's journey. This conversation is always a bit of a two-edged sword for me, though, and Wendy knows that more than anyone. This is why my Enneagram 8 challenger wife brought it up. She is my most passionate cheerleader and high-fidelity encourager. And here's what I've observed and learned after 15 years and some 5,000 blog posts. Measuring success is such a spiritual, mental, emotional trap. Now, part of it is just human nature to want my endeavors to succeed. Part of it is a male thing in which I observe grown men have a trapped little boy inside them perpetually playing king on the mountain. Part of it, for me, is also being an Enneagram 4, who naturally sees myself and my world through the lens of dramatic, angsty pessimism and brooding sense of failure. Then add in the world's definitions of success, which is measured in large numbers, viral popularity, notoriety, and income. By the world's definition, 15 years and 5,000 blog posts should be generating way more than the 54 visitors to my site yesterday. By the world's definition, it's abject failure. So why do I do it? I like to think... I'm compelled, (laughs) but sometimes I think I might just be a little crazy. Three chapters back, I mused about the role the crowd had in the final days of Jesus' earthly journey. In that chapter, it was Tuesday, and the crowds were delighted with Jesus' teaching. In that chapter, Jesus' enemies were afraid of the crowd and afraid of the threat Jesus would be with the crowd behind him and siding against them. It's now early Friday morning, and these enemies stir the crowd to demand the Roman governor crucify Jesus. The governor is a politician, and wanting to satisfy the crowd, that's a direct quote from the chapter, he goes against his better judgment. He condemns an innocent man to keep his approval numbers high and keep peace with his political adversaries. Pilate and the chief priests were playing the world's version of King of the Mountain. The Prince of Heaven was showing his followers what the path of success looks like in God's kingdom. So which version of success do I really want? In the quiet this morning, I found myself thinking about two other lessons that I've observed about the world's definition of success. First, it's never enough. 
it's a never-ending game of King of the Mountain, but the mountain keeps getting higher. The chief priests and the religious power brokers were so addicted to their power and influence that they were willing to climb to the pinnacle of conspiracy to commit legally sanctioned murder in order to hold on to it. Second, once the crowd crowns someone with worldly success, the crowd then demands that the person says and does whatever the crowd dictates. Pilate let the crowd determine his verdict. Over the past few years, I've observed with increasing clarity just how much the crowd fans the flames of public opinion and sways what successful people do and say. I find it fascinating how the crowd can lift any obscure individual to the mountaintop of success and just as quickly push them off popularity cliff. I submit for your consideration Exhibit A, Jesus Christ. Sunday, the crowd cheers his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Friday, the crowd screams for his crucifixion. And so, I will continue to scatter my posts and podcasts out into the interweb in blissful obscurity. I'm grateful that 50 or so people stop by on any given day. I'll continue to follow my spiritual compulsion until the spirit compels me to stop. I'll continue to choose to listen to my high-fidelity cheerleader. I'll continue to tell my human nature, my inner boy, and my type 4 temperament to chill out in the back seat. Life without the crowd is good. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Be sure to join me this weekend for the Wayfarer Weekend Podcast. Best-selling author and speaker Ron Deal stops by to talk about second marriages and blended families. We'll see you back here on the Chapter Day Journey on Monday. Take care.